Welcome to H2 Sports. I'm your host, Abby Helpin, and I'm alongside my co-host and dad, John Helpin. How are you, and are you excited to get this started? Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, we're home, we're in quarantine, we got to pass the time, why not start a podcast? How have you been spending your quarantine? Um, hanging out with you a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Binge watching some TV. Brooklyn Nine-Nine has become a favorite in our house. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we watched the NFL Draft. Yeah, and we're going to get into that today, but first, let's introduce ourselves. So tell the listeners a little bit about you and what, what got you into sports. Huh. Well, I got into sports a lot when I was a little kid. Um, watched it all the time with my dad and, you know, have been a big sports fan, New York sports fan most of my life. We moved to Charlotte in 2004. Um, I love the Yankees and the Giants, but I moved here to work for the Bobcats, who are now the Hornets, and I gave up on the Knicks because they're just pathetic, and they were pathetic for way too long. And then I worked in sports for a while, um, you know, worked at the National Hockey League. I've done uh, fantasy football and fantasy baseball for Fox Sports, for RotoWire, and for the Carolina Panthers, where I still do a podcast, and I appear on their pregame radio show weekly. And now, the pinnacle of my career, I get to do this podcast with you. Wow. I appreciate that. (laughs) So, I was born in New York. My parents met in New York. We lived in Manhattan and Queens, and then when we moved down here... I didn't, we didn't really change sports teams. I've always, I've grown up a Giants and a Yankee fan because of my dad and his dad. He grew up a Yankee fan. He was originally a Dodgers fan though, wasn't he? He was. When the Dodgers left for some crazy reason, he became a Yankee fan instead of, because he didn't want to wait for a new team. Yeah. Which, you know, thank goodness for me and for you because we would be Mets fans. And how oh, bad that would, would that be torture. Be, that right? would not be fun. Yeah. But I am a sophomore. I go to Weddington High School and... Will, I don't know if you all have heard, but there's a five-star all-purpose running back named Will Shipley who's set to announce his commitment very, very soon, who goes to my school, and he's a junior, and he's amazing. Um, I am the public address announcer for our school varsity baseball team. I got one game in before E. coli and quarantine. So the Wednesday before they basically shut the whole country down was our last day. We had that Thursday and Friday off because there was E. coli in the water. Yeah, but you got one game in. We got, I got so one game good. in, so I guess that's exciting. And then I'm going to be the editor-in-chief of my school yearbook next year, should we have school. Yeah, you got to do yearbook. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And then I guess that's it. I don't really know. That's I, it. I follow college basketball because I got into it this season because – my dad went to Rutgers, and they started getting good. They would have been the national champions so, if we just oh, let the season play out. I, mm, Come on. I don't know about that. You don't want to give me that? No, because okay. there was Dayton Yeah, all and right. places like that. All right. All right. You want to dive into the draft? Sure. First 10 picks. Okay. All right. Bengals. I thought it was pretty obvious that Joe Burrow was going to go number one. Mm-hmm. But, like... It was obvious. Yeah, it was, do you and, think he's a good set? Uh, I think he's seems like he was the right pick. I mean, that's the perfect need if you're going to build your build around a quarterback. They were at a time when they were transitioning out of the quarterback they had. Andy Dalton had a nice little run there. I think he got a little underrated. I know he had some bad playoff failures, but uh, you know, I thought Andy Dalton was fine. But it was time, yeah. and this was the perfect time to build around a quarterback. And Burrow seems like he could be a good guy to build around. He doesn't seem like someone, no matter what kind of year he had last year. He doesn't seem like a can't miss in the way that people thought maybe Andrew Luck was, but I think there's a lot more to him than some other questionable quarterbacks who've been taken with the number one pick. Like if I was the Bengals and if I was a Bengals fan, 
I would be pretty comfortable and, and excited about the idea of building around Joe Burrow. Yeah, and he's AJ Green too, right? They just franchise tagged him. Yes. So that's AJ, a good. AJ Green's getting older though, so he. Yeah. I, I wouldn't count on him being there for for the long haul with Joe Burrow. Okay, I'm trying to think. Who's there? They have Joe Mixon, right? They have Joe Mixon in the backfield. They have Tyler Boyd um, oh, as one of the other receivers. So uh, they also have, they also drafted John Ross in the first round a couple years ago. He's had some trouble staying healthy, but he's really fast. He started off well last year before getting hurt. Mm-hmm. All right, Washington. Yeah. If the Giants had not lost to Washington, beat Washington in overtime in Week 16, they probably would have gotten Chase Young. Yes. And that made me mad. That made me mad too. It was uh, it was something that. I know you don't want players to want to throw games and lose games on purpose. I understand that. But at the time, when people were saying, no, you should want your team to win. And I was going, no, because when April comes around and the draft comes, I'm not going to care that they beat Washington in week 16 or 15 or whatever the heck it was. Um, I would rather have the better player. And unfortunately, they lost by winning that game. As as the Giants season went, they couldn't even lose the right way. Exactly. Exactly, mm-hmm. that season was a mess and a half, but we'll get to them. Well, what, do you, what do you think about Chase Young? About Chase Young? I think it's a good addition, because they got Montez Sweat last year, right? I think you're right, yeah. So that's a good addition to their defense. They don't have Josh Norman anymore, so I think they need another like good defensive player. He's the best. He was the best player in the draft, as in my opinion, and a lot of analysts' opinion. They were like, he is the best player in this draft. I think it's a good selection for Washington, because they need to build on their Defense and offense, really, but I think their defense is their main focus right now. Yeah, I think their line is actually pretty good, so there's a good foundation there. And um, as people who've watched the Panthers for a long time and seen everything Ron Rivera's done around Charlotte, I think we're all around here kind of rooting for him. Yeah. All right, Detroit. There were rumors they were going to trade this pick away. Yes. To the Dolphins. Well, I mean, before the draft, there's always rumors. Yeah. Most of them are nonsense. They're floated by the team's to see what they can get from other teams. Yeah, and the Dolphins, I felt like, would have had to give away a lot. Like, there were rumors they were going to trade up to number one, but the Bengals would not budge, which is understandable. But Jeff Okuda mm-hmm. from Ohio State. Yeah. They, I think, need this because they lost Darius Slay, and he was probably one of their best defensive players, and he was a cornerback or safety. He was a corner. He was a corner. This guy's a corner, too, and I think that this is a good addition and a good replacement for Slay. I think that the way this draft shook out, it, according to the scouts, of which I'm not one, Jeff Okuda, it, the, the tier ended after Jeff Okuda of the players who are sort of considered can't miss. That Jeff Okuda, there were n- no one has, seems to have any doubts about Jeff Okuda becoming a really good NFL corner. After the number three pick, there's some questions about everybody. I mean, varying degrees for sure. And I'm not saying, you know, certain teams that we're going to get to shouldn't have taken the guys they took. But, uh, you know, Jeff Okuda and Chase Young were were two guys, and Joe Burrow were three people at the top of the draft that just seemed like no-brainers. Right. Now, this was the number four pick was where it got a little iffy. This is our pick. This is the pick that we were watching out for because we're both huge Giants fans. There was Werfs on the board, Wills was on the board, Isaiah Simmons, and then their eventual pick, Andrew Thomas. Based on this whole draft, Gettleman wants to build the offensive line, which they need because their offensive line is not good. But I was kind of hoping for Simmons. Okay. I was too. I don't think they made a bad pick. No. They they needed, they still need offensive line help. I mean, it, it disappoints me with them 
and you know I'm not a big fan of the general manager, mm-hmm. um, that they are still investing so much in the offensive line because they spent two years investing in the offensive line and they still haven't figured it out. Hopefully, this pick will help them figure it out. Um, Andrew Thomas, of the four tackles that were sort of considered the top-tier tackles, they all went in the top 11. Right. Becton and Werfs, actually top 13, I should say. Yeah. Becton and Werfs were the ones that, although everybody liked them, had some questions, don't seem to be finished products necessarily, whereas Wills and Thomas are the ones that people look at and say, you can just plug that guy in right now and he's going to be fine. And, and Thomas seems to be a really good player. People think yeah. like it, he could, a lot of these tackle prospects, what they'll do is they'll put him a right tackle for a while and then they'll move him over to left when yeah. they think they're ready because left is theoretically more important. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, the Giants' <laughs> ideal scenario is that Thomas is ready to start at left tackle from day one because Solder yeah. is just, for whatever they paid for him, it hasn't gone great. He's no. not terrible, but he's not that great. And if Thomas could over beat him out at left tackle, that would be terrific. On Friday, he did an interview on the Michael K show, and they asked him, do you prefer left tackle or do you prefer right tackle? Because you can play both. And he said, whatever gets me on the field. Right. So I, I like him. It took me a while to get used to it. They made that pick, and I was like, I don't really know who he is. I know that he can block, but I thought they were going to take Worfs or Wills or something like that. Because I had seen in mock drafts, Wills was becoming more and more popular. But I'm okay with it as long as it helps the offensive line because that's what they need help with. I'm okay with it. He's, he seems like a solid pick that's less likely to disappoint you than some others. Yeah. All right, Miami. This pick surprised me a little bit. They took Tua Tungavaloa. Tua. It's a tough name to pronounce. You're going to have to do it, it for really 10 is. years if Tua, if Tua is good. Tua Tungavaloa. Tungavaloa. That. Mm-hmm. They took him. I thought they were going to take Herbert, and a bunch of people had them taking Herbert because of Tua's injury history. I don't know about... I guess it's the right guy because Dolphins fans have been saying, oh, we're going to tank for Tua, and that became this big thing. Do you like that pick? I like the pick. You do? Yeah, well, they need, they needed a quarterback. Right, because Rosen and Fitzpatrick are not their franchise quarterbacks. I think that, that Tua's questions are injury-related, while Herbert's questions are... Performance related. Yeah. Like Herbert, Herbert has, you, you, you watch the tape on Herbert again. I'm not a scout. Uh, I know people who watch the tape more than I do think there's some questions about him. Yeah. Tua seems like the right guy. The injuries were the question of the injury history and how that's going to play out. Um, supposedly, we're in a weird time right. that the teams couldn't bring Tua in mm-hmm. to, to have their, you know, they couldn't have the doctors check him out like right. firsthand. They had to rely on other doctors, but the doctors who have examined him. And, and look, doctors are not in the business of making stuff up, you know? Right. You, you probably don't have highly respected hip doctors examining Tua and lying that he's okay to make Tua and his agent happy, you know? They're, yeah. they're, they have jobs and careers and, right. you know, they're going to tell the truth. And the, the reports on Tua's injury, the most recent injury, are, are good. And I think he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's a superstar necessarily. Yeah. But... uh I liked what I saw at Alabama. People seem to think he'll be a good NFL quarterback. And, yeah. And uh, if I was the Dolphins, that's the pick I would have made. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you notice Goodell did not pronounce his name right? He butchered <laughs> I his... I probably butchered his name as bad as Goodell butchered his name. Okay. That, he said it very off, which I thought was out. funny. It was interesting. Los Angeles. 
You wanted something else in a quarterback. You thought it would be better for them to take Simmons. I did. I, I, I thought that the way things set up, I'm not, I'm not totally sold on Herbert. That's one thing. If they are, if they think he's going to be their franchise quarterback, then they should have taken him. Now, they got to be right. Yeah. But I kind of thought that the way the Chargers are set up right now, that maybe taking a defensive player like Simmons and signing a quarterback like Cam Newton, assuming that Cam Newton's health is okay. Right. I think the Chargers would have been an instant contender because their defense is loaded. Oh, it's so good. Um, you know, they've got some decent receivers. Um, you know, they let Melvin Gordon go, but I don't think that matters so much. Yeah, um, if, if they had brought in a quarterback like Cam, and, and again, Cam, Cam's injury history is is such that you kind of, it's hard to trust him completely. Right, yeah. But they would have had a good backup in Taylor if that came to pass. But I think the Chargers... Adding a player to that already terrific defense, you didn't. You, you would if Cam if they had done that and brought in Cam Newton. Cam wouldn't have had to be a superstar. He would have just had to be average, right? And and that would have and, and you know make some big plays sometimes. And I think that might have been enough. Like, yeah, I, I think that would have made them a more interesting team in twenty twenty. I agree. I think I think that would have made their defense so much better than it already was because they have Boza and Boza's just this insane player on the field. And I think the addition of Simmons would have been a lot better. But if they think that can't that Herbert is it, they should have taken him. But yeah, so the the other thing about them, we've talked about how Simmons is is the type of player that a, a team is going to have to be a little bit creative with. Right. He, because he doesn't fit into a, into a traditional box. Well, the Chargers already have a guy like that right. in Derwin James. He's sort of a hybrid safety linebacker yeah. kind of guy, which is really good. And he's a, he's, a, he's a really good player. And I just kind of, my imagination ran away with me with having two players like that. Now, I, I can't say exactly what, how I would have dealt with that as a defensive coordinator. Right. But I think that would be a fun problem to have. And have two guys who you could kind of move into different roles all over the defense. It's a challenge, but I, I would have loved to see what they could have done with that. Yeah, I think that would have been interesting. But I also read that a lot of teams aren't signing quarterbacks and free agents, unlike Jameis Winston, who just signed with the Saints today. It's because they want doctors to inspect the players in person. But mm-hmm. they can't do that. Right. And I think they especially want it with Cam because of his injury history and because of how much he gets hurt. Yeah, and a quarterback with a bit, with a questionable shoulder, that's a that's a problem. That, yeah, that's not good. Especially it was it's in his throwing shoulder, right? Yeah, yes. that's not gonna do it. Speaking of Cam Newton, let's talk about the Panthers. You have worked for them before, and you still kind of do. A little bit. During the season. Yeah. Um, Derek Brown from Auburn. Mm-hmm. What do you think of it? Um, uh, that was another one. I would have liked to see Simmons there. Derek Brown's a really nice player. I I, I have a personal bit of a bias against, you know, I, I kind of like edge rushers over tackles. Like I think you, I think the way that you win the NFL is you, you throw the ball and you get to the passer. You know, a lot of the old school guys, you know, say you got to run the ball and stop the run. I think the opposite. I yeah. think the numbers, it's not just, you know, me being a genius figuring that out. I think a lot of, <laughs> you know, analytics types yeah. figure that. And I tend to, you know, agree with them more. Um, with that said, he's a really good player. Uh, he, he seems to be a good, uh, character person which is a plus yeah um but he's he's the type of defensive tackle that can put pressure up the middle um he's probably a good anchor to build around for them 
And uh, I, I did read uh, today, actually, which I didn't know, that apparently the Panthers had some trade scenarios working. Oh, really? And it sounds like they would have traded the pick if Brown was off the board. He was the one player they wanted in really? that spot. And if it didn't work out, they would have traded. Really? I did not know that. I thought they would take Simmons after the sad and devastating loss of Luke Keekley this offseason. Because <laughs> they need that retirement, like move the whole city into like a state of yeah. sadness like it was so sad because he's been such a staple on this team the whole time he's been here I thought they would take a linebacker to replace him because they have Shaq and they have David Mayo's gone Mayo's on the Giants now I gotta think about it yeah exactly they had Thomas Davis is on the Redskins now he went to Ron Rivera so I, I like him for a replacement for Mario Addison because he went to the Bills. Well, Addison's an end, though, and, and Brown's a tackle. Okay. So it's different. Yeah. I just think they needed a new guy on the line. Because their defensive line was getting a little rough, I think. Yeah, they had some trouble on yeah. the defensive line. I agree. And, and putting him with, uh, uh, you know, in the middle there with uh, K1 Short still there. Yeah. So, yeah. I like it. Hopefully good. Hopefully a good, solid, you know, hopefully you can build around those guys and KK, you know, plays a few more yeah. years and, at a high level. All right. Isaiah Simmons. To the Cardinals. Were you surprised he fell as far down as he did? Um, no. I mean, we talked about how I kind of was hoping the Giants would take him. Because yeah. I, I really like him. Yeah. Uh, but basically, we knew that the Dolphins and Chargers weren't taking him. Yeah. So, you know, there were two options. Yeah. And, and, and we knew that the, uh, the teams at four and the team at seven, which were the Giants and the Panthers, weren't locks to take him. So, look, if he would have slipped to 14... Which I saw in some one mock draft actually 14, early. That would have been. I don't remember Tampa or whoever was who they flipped with San Francisco. Tamp- yeah. yeah, I think it was Tampa. Anyway, um, I think if he would have slipped really far, I would have been surprised. But slipping to eight, hmm. I mean, the, the thing with Simmons is, you know, we talked about how that top three was were the locks, and after that, pretty much, yeah, maybe not. Well, there's some teams based on what we talked about with Simmons. We talked about the good things about moving him around. Right. Well, some teams and some. Scouts, etc., look at Simmons and they're not quite sure what he is. And do you take some people think he's a safety or he's best suited right. as a safety? Well, do you spend a number four or seven pick if you think he's a safety? Probably not. No, I don't know. So, we I did my own mock draft in my notebook that I have right in front of me, and I had Simmons at like three possible places. I couldn't tell where he was going to go. I had him either going to New York. Carolina. I had Los Angeles, but I didn't think it would happen. That wasn't a positive thing. That I was like, that's going to happen. And then I had him, Carolina, the Giants, and maybe Los Angeles. So he was an iffy player for me. He might have been one of the most iffy of the draft of where he was going to go. I thought the Cardinals would have taken a lineman to block for Kyler. Mm-hmm. And, oh no, not David Johnson. No. But still Kyler, because Kyler can run, and he's so, so fast. And I thought that they would take a lineman to help him. Well, hopefully they get the ball out of Kyler's hands quick. And, um, you know, something I, I, I tend to think sometimes at offensive lines, you know, you can you can coach guys up. You don't, you don't need to take guys in the top ten to have a yeah. good offensive line. But, you know, that varies from team to team, I guess. Kyler's got himself two really good receivers now. Kyler, Kyler does. Well, and Christian Kirk's a good receiver, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's a good... Uh, I, I think that's an interesting team. And I think they that's had a good a, I think they had a good rest of the draft too. 
Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he has DeAndre, and then he has the aging Larry Fitzgerald, who doesn't seem like he's going anywhere anytime right. soon. Like Deon- but that DeAndre trade was so good for them. All right. Jacksonville. The Jaguars. I didn't really make much of this pick. Okay. I, mean, I don't know. Some- CJ Henderson, who's a cornerback, which they needed, I thought, because of Jalen Ramsey. Right. And Jalen left. And Bouye left, too, I think. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, they needed Henderson. People seem to like him. You know, it wasn't a surprise. Uh, not sure where else they would have went with that. Uh, you know, solid pick, it seems like. Yeah. Um, I can't say I'm an expert on C.J. Henderson, but uh, no complaints with that one. Yeah. And the round out the top ten, the Cleveland Browns. They took Jedrick Wills from Alabama. I guess they needed him. I don't pay enough attention to the Browns to say, oh, they needed this specifically. But I guess an offensive lineman is always good addition, especially with their team. Because they have Kareem Hunt now. And then well, they... Go ahead. No, I was going to say, um, Chubb's their lead back still. Oh, that's right. But, um, that's right. It, but Wills seemed to fit a need for them. Their offensive line really struggled last year. What happened is, the last couple of years, when the Browns did that tank job and they built up the team, yeah, uh, they built up a lot of talent. And then what happened is, the last couple of years when the new GM came in, they kind of they're off, they let their offensive line go a little bit. They traded Zeitler yeah. to the Giants. They struggled with the offensive line. They probably needed another solid one. Like we said earlier, Thomas and Wills were probably the two guys who were, let's call them, more finished products than yeah. the other two. Um, nothing against worse and back right. then. Um, but, you know, Wills seems like a guy people look at and they go, yeah, he's just going to step in right away and he's yeah. probably going to be fine. Yeah. All right. Do you have any other, like, standout picks from this draft? I thought the Raiders pick was not – they could have taken a different receiver, I think. I agree. That, I don't think that was the best pick for them. They took Henry Ruggs out of Bama. I thought they could have taken Judy or Lamb or somebody else. See, back in my day, Abby, <laughs> <laughs> um, Al Davis, who was the owner of the Raiders before his son Mark, who's now the owner, um, Al Davis was a good, successful owner for a long time. Yeah. But Al Davis had a weakness for very fast receivers. He would okay. al- he would always, and it didn't always work out badly. Like they actually yeah. they did very well, but. When I saw that pick watching the draft the other night, I said, that's such a Raiders pick. Yeah. Because I was thinking of Al Davis and always taking the speed burner. I mean, if we went back yeah. to the first rounds of drafts over many years when Al Davis was the owner, you would see a lot of guys like Ruggs. Okay. Um, I agree with you that I probably would have gone with one of the other two receivers who seem like they're going to be better than him. Yeah. And we were making fun of this guy because he had a banner of himself in his house. Was he the one that had the banner? He had the banner. He had his whole family sitting on the couch and they had a giant banner of himself behind him. I said, I need a banner of myself. Yeah, that would be upstairs. great. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that for your birthday. <laughs> but the other pick that I really liked, the Cowboys. As much as we hate to say it. Oh, that, so now they're going to bring Dak back. We know that. For sure. Sh- Whatever the fighting they're having over the contract, that happens all the time. Right. It's not like they're going to let him leave. They're either going to tag him where he might sit out if they do, or they sign him to a contract. So if that ha- I mean, they have Mark Cooper, they have Michael Gallup, who everybody's forgetting because people after that pick the other night look and they went, oh, CeeDee Lamb they have now, and him and Amari Cooper, that's great. It's like, hey, Michael Gallup is he really, was really good. He was really good last season. Now they are loaded at yeah. receiver, and they have the offensive line that they're not as good as they used to be. They lost a key player, but they're still pretty good. I like Dak a lot. I, I like Dak. Yeah. I think Dak's pretty good. I don't yeah. think he's a superstar. If I was them, I'd pay Dak. And, yeah. And, and, and I think their offense is going to be pretty good. So uh, I, I think that was a great pick for them. So does that mean you think the winner of the NFC East will be over 500 for their record this season? <laughs> yes, I do. I, I think the Cowboys, as long as, they, as long as Dak comes back 
and they can get the offensive line settled. I mean, they, they, they from from what a lot of the analysts thought, they had a really good draft overall, not just oh, I thought, the land yeah. pick. Um, but, you know, I, I think they did a good job with that one. Yeah. And that was one of those things where they might have needed other positions more, but having that guy there, you go, whoa. Like, I, yeah. I, I've become such a big fan of saying, you know, I don't care if I need three. If I get three good receivers, that's great. Yeah. You know? Because need them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any other picks that either surprised you or... The Packers taking a quarterback. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is... Very mad. I've read in multiple places that he is not happy with the GM and the coach. I wouldn't be. I would be really mad. Yeah. I mean, they they went 13-3, and maybe they overachieved a little bit to get there. Yeah. But I Aaron Rodgers doesn't seem like he's close to done. No. Because of his contract, if they trade him before, I think, 2022, it's a really big hit on the cap so you're developing love for at least two years yeah I, I just you know if if Rodgers was a year away like if this was last year's Patriots I could see for example I could see drafting a quarterback in the first round because yeah. I'm going alright Brady's got one more year and then he's out of here Rodgers doesn't seem to be in that situation yeah. he looks like a guy who can play four or five more years and right. due to his contract he's there for at least two more most yeah. likely I don't know what that pick did to help them win in that window and while I'm usually a fan of best player available right that was that was weird it was weird I agree why do you think the Patriots didn't take a quarterback does that mean they're going to sign Cam uh maybe yeah I, I I think that I'd be a little surprised if they went into the year with Jared Stidham as the quarterback yeah and I, I think that they um it, you know Belichick's the type of guy who he knows what he's doing he doesn't pack. Look, look, I'm, I'm, and I'm going to be the first one to say here. I look at what they did, and a lot of people are surprised they didn't take quarterback. And I kind of go, eh, "It's Belichick. He probably knows better than me. He, yeah. He's kind of earned that, in my opinion." And I usually give him the benefit of that. Maybe sometimes he's wrong, and that's fine. I just think he looked at the board, and when the quarterback, he probably didn't. If a quarterback fell in his lap at a spot he liked, he would have done it. Yeah. But you know, so they did a lot of wheeling and dealing, and they traded up and traded back, and they do what they do all the time. Yeah. And, and he just didn't like the quarterbacks where they were and figured he could do it another way. Yeah. Do you think Belichick's dog knows more than you do about drafting? No. Because if you guys didn't see, Belichick left his dining room. A lot of people had their draft in their basement or their, for Cliff Kinsbury, his massive, amazing living room. Um, Bill Belichick had his in his dining room and he had three rolly chair, a rolly chair and three computers and he left and put his dog in the chair and it looked like his dog was drafting for him. It did look like I thought that was funny. Yeah. The dog was, uh, it's a cute dog. It is a cute dog. It was a mini husky. Now, can I give you a fantasy football tip? The last pick of the first round was the best one. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, um, running back from LSU. I heard about the Chiefs. Holy moly. A running back, first round running back who can catch the ball in that offense. Giddy. Up. Yeah, he is. He is going second round of your fantasy drafts. Yeah, this okay. Year. Yeah, okay. and and he he might return more than that. He, he's only going second round because he's a rookie and we haven't seen him in the offense yet. And you might you go, well, maybe they'll only work him in half the time right away. I mean, he's a first round pick. He's going to play a ton. Yeah, he's going to catch the ball. Um, he's he's just such a great fit. I mean, I'm running back in that offense. Come on, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Did you like the virtual thing? The draft? Like the, like the way they did it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, considering what they had to work with. 
Yeah. That it's for the people who did the production of that show or those shows. That's really hard. Like, Power to them. You don't have the studio or the location. Right. You know, you you're you're relying on feeds coming in from right from. I mean, how, considering all the players in the first round, you have feeds coming in from a hundred places. Right. That's so hard. Yeah. And and you know, yeah, there were going to be some bumps when they did it. They did a really great job on that. Yeah. And I actually enjoyed it a lot. I did too. I liked the graphics that they did each time. They said the pick is in. I thought the graphics were really, really, mm-hmm. really good. Like on the screen. I liked getting to see the inside of their houses. I think we agree our favorite house was Cliff Kinsbury's. Oh, yeah. Everybody wants to be Cliff Kinsbury. Oh, right? my God. That was amazing. And then they somebody did a Lego replica of it. Yes. And I thought it was awesome. You'll, you will tweet out the Lego yeah. uh, replica it was amazing. Kingsbury's house. house was amazing. Who won the draft? Who won the draft? I don't know. There's. I, I think that's hard to say. Um, and you know, I'm not gonna. Definitely not gonna be a person who says, "Oh, the this team won because that sixth round linebacker right, from yeah. you know something directional state is gonna be yeah. awesome." I don't know that. I think teams that seem to do really well. I'm telling you, the Cowboys. I hate it. You think they won the first I think, round? I think they had a good draft. I th- I think they had one of the better picks in the first I round. Agree. I agree. I don't think there's one winner when it comes to these. I think, you know, teams fit their needs. Like, I, I mean, the Giants. I think the Giants did fine. Um, I think the Panthers probably did fine. I, you know, there's a lot of teams. I like what Dolphins picking Tua, so I'm yeah. not going to... You know, the, the Bengals... What are we going to say? The Bengals didn't win. The Bengals did fine. I mean, you know, yeah. it was an obvious pick. They did really good. But they had to do it. And I think he'll be good. So yeah. it, it's, and as far as getting deep into the draft, I'm not sure. But yeah, the one team, when I saw the Cowboys take that guy, I kind of went, holy moly. You know what else I like from, and and this is about reading things, analysis from people I trust, the Broncos. The Broncos they seemed, took Judy. They took Judy. Um, they took some other pl- good players. I think they took another wide receiver at some point. I think they did. And um, if Drew Locke is any good... That's another team that could get better in a hurry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you think anybody's first-round picks made them, if they didn't do well in their division last year, make them favorites to do better? Other than the Cowboys? Cowboys are... That division doesn't count. That division... Well, it has to count. It's a division. I know it's a division, but they won their division last year, and they did fine. Um, the Niners got another receiver, right? Yeah. And the Niners got... So basically... They traded, I think, what, the 13th to, they switched. to, to the Colts. Well, no, but during the draft, they flipped with the Bucks. Yeah. But before the draft, uh, week two, whatever it was ago, you're right. They traded DeForest Buckner to the Colts for the 13th pick. Yes. And then they made that little switcheroo yeah. with the Bucks. But they wound up picking another uh, Kinlaw from South Carolina. Yes, that was Who's it. another tackle who basically replaces Buckner. Um, and, at, you know, they their defensive line was their strongest unit last year. Unbelievable. So they they basically if if they're right about Kinlaw, they replace Buckner with him and don't have to pay him what they would have to pay Buckner so they can use the money elsewhere. They drafted they they traded up later in the round to uh to draft a wide receiver from Arizona State, um Ayuk, okay. who they seem to really like. They they could use another wide receiver. He's kinda, you know, he's a little bit more of a deep threat than yeah. Samuel is, but he's another he he's a they 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 added to their skill positions too. So with him and Debo Samuel and Kittle, you know, that's another good group. I mean, the Niners aren't going away anytime soon. No. Do you think any of, like, the top ten teams now are better? Like, with their picks, do you think it improved them just based on it? Top ten in the draft or top ten in the league? Top ten in the draft. Top ten in the draft. You know, 
I'm not sure anybody made crazy improvement. I think the Dolphins are now, they've been bad for, what, two or three years. Yeah. I think the Dolphins are on a path. I mean, yeah, they, took, okay. they, they had three first round picks, and yeah. that's what they did. They, they tried to rebuild this way. They did a good job accumulating picks because the way I see the draft, um, again, not just me, you don't, tr- I, I don't think you can go in thinking you're smarter than everybody else. Right. I think the teams that do it well, the more picks they get, the more chances they have to be right. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, you know, GM number one and GM number two probably evaluate players somewhat similarly but if you have more chances well there's you know more, just just generally more more chances you get to hit like I said a minute yeah. ago and, and I think the Dolphin that's kind of the way Dol- the Dolphins approach this the last couple of years just kind of accumulating picks um, so they can draft a bunch of people and hopefully some more yeah. of them work out I mean three first round picks that's really nice to have yeah I think not just based on the draft but the offseason as a whole I think the Cardinals are going to be really good next year I think they're going to get better and I like them they're fun yeah I like them too you love Kyler well, I love Kyler. You. That's another fantasy next year. Fantasy Kyler. Holy moly. Yeah. That's that's top five QB. Easy. Yeah. And because he, he runs plenty, he's going to throw better. I think they're going to turn him loose a little bit and have him throw downfield a little more. Yeah. I love that offense anyway. Who doesn't want to see, you know, four wide receivers running yeah, deep Kyler's all the time? It's great. Who's their running back now? Because they don't have... Can you drink? He's fine. Right. He did fine at the end of last year. Didn't he come from the Texans last year? Dolphins. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unless you got anything else, we got the last dance tonight. Last dance, we're recording this on Sunday the 26th, right? Yeah. Yeah. Are you, I liked the first two episodes. Oh, I loved it. They it was, were amazing. I mean, we got to watch something. Right? Yeah, exactly. It's that in the draft. I'm glad they pushed it up. The draft, we were so excited. We were like, we're going to sit down and watch the whole thing. And we gave up after like pick 20. Well, I watched it longer than you did. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm going to go to bed. So I left. <laughs> it was I don't know after the top like 15 or 10 I didn't really have a preference because last season I had a preference because the Giants had three first round picks I don't know this season this year I was just kind of like this wasn't as good as a draft group as I thought last year was okay I'd have to think I don't know I don't know that's just my opinion okay you got anything else no I'm good I think we're uh, this is a good first episode yeah I enjoyed doing it I'm glad we're gonna do it Keeping us busy, because we need something to keep us busy. All right, I think that wraps everything up. Thank you for listening to our first episode of H2 Sports. Um, We'll hopefully be back next week. Thanks, everybody. Bye.